Hi, this is Dave Pryor for Leading Agile Sound Notes. This week for the podcast, what I'm going to be doing is walking through the session that I gave a few weeks ago in Pittsburgh at the 2017 Heart of Agile Conference. So the session that I led was on the Personal Agility Canvas. Now that's a tool that I built for self-assessment in terms of individual agile transformation. So every organization goes through agile transformation and that's always difficult. But for many of us, the personal transition is just as complex. And it's something that we often don't spend a lot of time thinking about. And that's what the Personal Agility Canvas is supposed to do. It's supposed to help you figure out what state are you trying to achieve and how are you going to get there. At the Heart of Agile Conference, one of the things I wanted to do that was a little bit different with the Canvas was to try to look at it through the lens of the expanded Heart of Agile. So that's the whole idea with it is taking the Personal Agility Canvas, applying some of the practices that Alistair Coburn has come up with as part of the Heart of Agile, or at least the ideas behind it, and trying to use those to do a self-assessment. So. Here we go. Um, if you work in an agile organization, you want them to transform. You're trying to help your team get more agile. You're trying to help the organization deliver more value and find a way to move away from the waterfall into a more agile state or something that's a little bit closer to the ideas and the principles behind the agile manifesto. And a lot of us, you know, as Alistair has called out with the heart of agile, a lot of us get kind of caught up in some of the stuff that we've glommed onto agile. Some of these practices, we get a little dogmatic about it. We get kind of lost in the weeds and forget to pay attention to the core of why we're actually doing this stuff. So as you're going through the canvas, one of the things I'm going to suggest is that you keep coming back to the heart of Agile. So that stuff is going to be included on each slide. What you're looking at now is the actual canvas. And if you're going to fill this out, you'll be able to download a copy of it. There will be a link in the show notes for this podcast where you can get a PDF, a full-size PDF of this canvas tool if you want to fill it out. If you don't have that opportunity right now, you can just make notes in a notebook. Anywhere you can write stuff down is good. When I lead this session with different groups and people and when I do it in class, there are always some folks who feel like they can't actually fill it out right now. They want to take some time to reflect and really think about their answers before they put anything down. What I always suggest is that you don't do that. You just write down whatever comes into your head. Okay, this isn't something that's going to be set in stone and published anywhere. This is a tool that's just for you. So if you write something down that you want to change later, that's fine. It's just get it out of your head, put it down on the paper. And a lot of times, writing without thinking is a much better way to capture a true answer, or at least the beginnings of a true answer. So we're going to be walking through the canvas box by box and talking about the heart of Agile each step of the way. This is the expanded heart of Agile. You can see the link on the bottom of the screen if you want to go and check this out. Um, Alistair explains what's happened here when he's expanded from those four core principles of collaborate, deliver, reflect, and improve into this expanded section and some of the ideas behind it. And as you're thinking about the different things that you're filling out in the Personal Agility Canvas, keep taking time to, to take a moment and reflect on this expanded Heart of Agile diagram and see where these things can fit in and help maybe get you to a better answer. So the first place that we want to start is the center box on the canvas. That's the Personal Agility Vision. And in the same way that if you're developing a product, you want to have a vision statement for that product, what I want to suggest is that for each of us as we move towards a more agile state, wherever you are in your personal transformation, it's a good idea to have a vision statement. So what is it that you hope to achieve? Where are you trying to get to? So you imagine a more agile version of yourself. Think about what makes this person unique or, or valuable to an organization, why somebody would want you on their team. and if you look at this through the idea of the heart of Agile, think about collaborate, deliver, reflect, reflect, and improve, and some of the things that flow around the outside of that. Trust, running experiments, collaborating with other people, are you taking time to learn, 
and gain insights and figure out how you can improve, how are you coping with change, those are all a big part of understanding your own personal agility vision. So whatever ideas you have right now, just write them down in that center box. This is the future state of yourself, the more agile version of yourself you're trying to get to. Now, once you've established a vision statement, the next thing to do is to start thinking about how you're going to close this distance between where you are now and where you're hoping to get to. And it's important to start out with something positive. So I always suggest that the next box people go to is the strengths box. So think about the you that you are right now. Think about the distance you want to cover. And what are some things that you already have on board that are going to help you close that gap, right? What are the things about you that make you more open to collaboration or taking time out to figure out what you can do to get better, run different experiments, what risks are you willing to take, what things are you willing to try, how are you at goal setting. Um, some of those things you're going to be strong at, other things not so much. So for right now, just focus on the positives. What are the things that fill your sails and make you feel like I can actually cover some of this distance, I can get to a more agile state. And whatever strengths you come up with, just write down in that box. It's an inventory of positive things that will help propel you forward. So now that we've identified some strengths, the next thing to focus on are the gaps. So what are the pieces that are missing from the puzzle that are keeping you from being that more agile version of yourself? What are the gaps? Why are they there? You know, what, what, what sense do you have of why these things are missing? Or what can you do to amplify the positive stuff or your strengths? And what can you do to kind of correct some of the things that might be holding you back? So are there things that are keeping you from being trusting or making you hesitant to change? Um, What's keeping you from being more open to running experiments? Things like that. What's keeping you from collaborating, deliberate reflecting, and improving? So whatever inventory you come up with for your gaps, you're going to put that in the box the same way that you did in the strengths box. And it's important to try not to judge this stuff. Just write down whatever things you can think of right now, what pieces are missing from the puzzle. So now that you've identified some of these gaps, the next thing to think about are the ways that you are your own impediment. So in the self-saboteur box, I want you to just write down some of the things that you're aware of that you're doing that are keeping yourself from moving more forward towards this more agile version of yourself. Each of us do things all throughout our lives that block us from being a more realized version of ourselves. And if you think about the heart of agile and your ability to collaborate, deliver, reflect, and improve, whether that involves trust or running experiments or being open to change, doing things that will help you gain the insights so that you can learn and figure out a way to improve, there's stuff that you're doing to get in your own way. And you're probably never going to be able to truly see how you're doing that. But taking time to reflect on this and try to think about how clearly you can see what you're doing to trip yourself up is really important. So take a quick inventory of that and write down whatever you come up with in the self-saboteur box. So we've identified some strengths. We've talked about some of the gaps we have to close. We spent some time thinking about how we're each our own worst enemy or the thing that's blocking ourselves from moving forward. The next thing to think about is what's worrying you about this. So transformation, change, whatever you want to call it, it's always scary. It always presents stress into the system. And there's things that you might be thinking about how you're interacting with other people, um, your ability to deliver at a personal level, your ability to run experiments and be open to change and trust other people, to be open to actually seeing the stuff that will help you gain the insights you need to be able to learn and inspect and adapt. There's things that are scary in there. And you want to just try to take a quick inventory of what are the worries that you have. It's also helpful to take a moment and stop to think about, okay, I have this list of worries that I've come up with, things that scare me a little bit about trying to go through this change. What's the worst possible thing that could happen? 
So for me, one worry that was a big deal in the beginning was I was afraid to talk about stuff in front of Agile people because I knew I came from this traditional background and I see a lot of stuff that way. And I was often afraid to speak up because I thought the Agile people would kind of call me out on things. My fear of being open to failure held me back quite a bit. But really the worst thing that was going to happen is somebody might, you know, they might tease me a little bit, but the worst thing that would happen is I would learn. But having to come to grips with the fact that I might look a little silly in the beginning, that was pretty tough for me. So what are the worries, what are the things that scare you about trying to being open to this idea of change or to getting out of your own way or being willing to take the risks that you need to take to get to a state where you are able to be more collaborative and better at delivering and taking more time for reflection so that you can keep improving? So for the last couple of panels, we've been focusing on some fairly challenging stuff. So what are our gaps? How are we blocking ourselves? What are the things that worry us? The next thing to think about is your support system. So no matter where you are in your journey towards a more agile version of yourself, there's going to be rough times. There's going to be times when you feel like a total failure, times when you feel like you don't know what you're doing, times when no matter how hard you work, things just don't work out. And when that happens, you're going to need some kind of support system. You're going to need people who can help lift you back up. So you want to take a quick inventory of what is your support system. So are there people that you can reach out to for more information? people that you can reach out to if you just need to vent for a little while, somebody who can help pick you up when you fall down and help you realize, you know, it's not really as bad as you think. You just got to keep trying and you'll, you'll make some progress. You'll get somewhere. So for all those days when you go home feeling like you're not getting as far as you want to go, who are the people that can help hold you up until you catch your breath and can keep moving forward? It's a really important thing to have in place. And if you wait until the moment that you need it the most, that's probably too late. So it's a good idea to actually take, keep a record of this, have a list of the people that you can reach out to when you need it. Okay, so when we started to fill out the canvas, we came up with this vision statement. And as we move down the path towards that more agile version of ourselves, you want to be able to have some way of measuring your progress. So what are the metrics that you're going to use to try to assess how you're making progress towards that state? Are there things that you can look at along the way to try to get a sense of, am I actually getting better? Am I actually improving? Am I doing things that are going to increase my learning? Or am I finding different ways to understand what's actually going on to gain those insights that I need to help drive improvement? Um, am I running more experiments on my ability to trust and to collaborate and interact with other people? So what you're trying to do here is just come up with a short list of ways you're going to measure your progress and assess whether or not you're making positive progress or help you understand if you're not. And if you go back to the heart of Agile again and think about the different aspects of that, what are the things that would help you understand if you're becoming more collaborative, if you're being more trusting, if you're finding ways to be willing to take the risk of failure and try to change and try to see what happens there? Um, what are you doing to try to drive improvement and gain those insights that you need to get better at getting back to the core principles of Agile and the ideas behind it? And now that you've come up with a way to measure your progress, the next thing that you want to do is come up with a list of actions you're going to take. Now, what I typically suggest is that people come up with three different things. One thing that you're going to do in the next week, one thing that you're going to do in the next three weeks, and one thing that you're going to do in the next three months. And each of these things, try to keep it to just one or two things that you want to achieve in each time box. Some action you can take that will help you make progress towards a more agile version of yourself. Everything else that you've put into the canvas so far, that's just for you. But what you put in this actions box, I am going to ask that you share with another person when we get to the next slide. 
So the idea here is it's something simple, it's something you actually can reasonably achieve, it shouldn't be too grandiose. It should be something you think you can actually get done and something that will help you understand if you're actually making progress. So if when you were working on the support system box, if you didn't have anything to put in there, maybe over the next week you just want to find one person you can reach out to when you have questions about a specific topic in Agile. Um, maybe over the next three weeks you want to get more involved in some kind of networking event or submit a paper to do a presentation at a conference. Maybe over the next three months you want to join a coaching circle or find a group of friends you can interact with to help share information and figure out how you can get better and do some kind of assessment that will help you get a better understanding of whether or not you're actually getting back to the core of why Agile exists or if you're still kind of surrounded by all that stuff that's glomming everything up and getting you lost in the weeds of the dogma of this practice or that practice. Because as Alistair says with the Heart of Agile, the whole idea behind this is we want to get back to the simple basics of our ability to collaborate, to deliver, to reflect on what's going on and figure out ways to improve. So now you've got this list of actions. You've got something you're going to do in the next week, the next three weeks, and the next three months. And if you've written that down, that's a way that you've just made a commitment to yourself. And that's great. But what I'm going to ask you to do is to find an accountability partner. And this is someone you're going to share these actions with. So in an actual session, what I ask is that, that the participants each find a partner and exchange contact information and share actions with each other. And the idea is that the partners will help hold each other accountable for this stuff. They'll check in with one another and see, are you making progress? Is there anything I can do to help you out? You know, what's going on with this? And part of that is about support, but part of it, for me at least, is also that if I share my actions with another person, there's a bit of guilt that comes along with that. A little bit, I feel responsible to them. If I've asked someone to help me achieve something, then for me to show up in a week or three weeks or three months and say, yeah, I really haven't done anything, that just doesn't seem fair. So you've committed to yourself. You want to share this commitment with another person with the idea that they're going to help you get it done, help motivate you to get it done. So if you're filling this canvas out right now with another person, uh, that's great. And you could ask them to be your accountability partner. If you're doing it on your own, you're going to have to find somebody else that you can share this with. So it should be someone that you trust and that you know will be open and honest with you about this. So if you're not getting stuff done, that they're going to hold up the mirror and say, what's going on? You know, what do you need here? Why, why isn't any progress being made? You're the one that set these goals and made this commitment. So what is keeping you from making progress there? You definitely want to make sure that, that when you ask a person to play this role for you, that they have the time and the willingness to take this on because it is a responsibility you're asking them to pick up. So you're going to share your actions with them, make sure they have a record of them, and then you're going to schedule some check-ins. And the idea is that when you check back in, they're just coming back to say, hey, how are you doing? Did you get this stuff done? You know, Is anything missing there? Is there a piece that you need help with? Is there something you're struggling with? And if you are struggling, hopefully they'll be able to take the time to help you figure out how to work through that stuff. Because the idea is that you've come up with this vision of a more agile version of yourself. It's part of your own personal agile transformation. And you want to be able to make some progress there. So again, going back to the heart of Agile, how are you running experiments and trying to be open to change? Are you actually taking steps to be more collaborative with other people? Are you taking times to set aside a way of gaining insights, You know, finding different ways to look at what's going on and to see what that actually means and how you may or may not be helping yourself move, move forward and make positive progress here? So, in the same way that we would ask an organization to try to transform, you're asking yourself, you're asking this of yourself, and you've come up with a plan, you've shared it with another person, and that person is going to help coach you through that. So 
this part is a big deal. There's a lot of responsibility. And if somebody asks you to play this part for them, you should take this seriously as well because they're depending on you to help them be accountable for this. So if you've taken the time to fill this out, hopefully what's happened is you've come up with this idea of where you would like to get to in terms of your own personal transformation. You've identified some of the strengths, some of the things that will help kind of build you up and help you make positive progress. You've talked about some of the gaps you have to close, some of the ways that you're hindering yourself or acting as your own impediment. You've identified some of the things that scare you about this process. You've come up with a way of assessing your own progress as you move forward. And you've come up with a list of concrete actions you can take. And now that you've shared that with another person, that person will be there to support you and help you move forward and make more progress with this. So that's it. Um, I hope you found this helpful. If you've got any feedback on it, I would love to hear about it. You can always contact me at dave.prior at leadingagile.com and please share this with other people. Thanks.